Yo, what's happening, everybody? This is Jerome Thornton back again, you know what I'm saying, with the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on volume number 72 of the Quarantine Lean Edition, and we are back. <laughs> I'm a little dramatic today, but um, let's just jump right into the bullshit, right? Um, okay, so... The verdict came in. Not guilty on all three charges. Okay. Of course, none of these charges. And when I say the verdict, I'm talking about for George Floyd and the officer Derek. Uh, I guess his name is Chivin or Chavin. And, you know, I say these things all the time and I'm not trying to be condescending, but I mean, let's just keep it real. We got better shit to do. Um, and the reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, when we see how they stretch information, okay, um, it was it was genius, right, for them as a defense team because that's what they were supposed to do. But it was a really slap in the face to you know George Fam- Floyd's family. And that's one of the main reasons why, if you all know, um, if you all are actually, you know, a consumer of the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, I talk about our cousin Candace. And and, and when I say cousin Candace, I'm speaking about Candace Owens. Um, and that's the reason why I had to check her dumb ass, you know, because she mentioned something about George Floyd and his drug addiction. And, you know, of course, this man is dead and, you know, they're just about to go to trial. And she mentioned this publicly on Twitter. Like, hey, look, what are you doing? You can still come to um, the barbecue. But just know we're not eating none of your damn potato salad, cousin Candace. Right. And you better be glad if you get your damn ribs hot. We still love you, but you was out of order. Uh, so, you know, when they were doing, I guess, the top, the top policy report, top, top policy, oh, y'all know what I'm trying to say, country grammar. Um, when they were doing all of that and they were talking about um, just different things that led up to his death. And um, me, myself, personally, I've never watched the video. I have no desire to watch the video. Um And the strange part about this whole entire thing is, is that there was just another. Actually, there were a couple police murders. That are unjustifiable. And. um, Not only in Minnesota, but there was one in. um, I think Chicago and it's it's something just surfaced out of Atlanta, Georgia and. It's just a lot of it's just a lot of crazy shit going on. Right. And if you all already know at this point in time, me, myself, personally, um, I talked about I always talk about the negative effects of the Black Lives Matter movement. And I talk about misplaced um, energy. And. Aggressiveness, political aggressiveness. And if you notice, you know, right there in Minneapolis, the same thing that they tried to do last year with the rioting, if you notice, it didn't work this year. Because the movement was watered down. The Black Lives Matter movement was watered down. And here's the reason why. The funds were not being properly Distributed to all chapters. Um, It was just a whole lot of bullshit. And it lost. A lot of. How should I say traction. And specifically. Everybody on social media right now. Is saying accountability. Manslaughter, 
third degree murder. These are some of the charges. And I'm like, fuck that. There was a video. We watched it. We seen what he did. He did an MMA move on that man by standing on his fucking neck. What is third degree about that? First degree murder. Because now what he's already been denied bail because he had eight weeks before um, before the sentencing comes in. So, you know, which is common, right? You can't go out. You can't get out on bail. Yeah, you cannot. So. So he has three charges. The thing about this is. And salute to Malcolm X, right? The movie Malcolm X. You know, I learned this by, you know, watching that, you know, when he started to sentence Malcolm, when the judge started to sentence Malcolm, he's like nine years, nine years, nine years, nine years. He just kept saying it over and over for all the charges. But prior to that, he said concurrent. OK, so if you all look up the word concurrent. In legal terms. That means together. So if he got convicted of three charges and depending upon the sentencing, if he's serving these things concurrently. Then that's going to be a different scenario. <clears throat> In the meantime, you know. The reason why I get so pissed off at. At police murders is because it completely shifts our whole mind and our whole attention toward that. And we forget about the real shit that's going on. That's an outlier. That's something that happens. And even though it's fucked up, but it's really not affecting our community, the black community, the way that we the way that we go out for it. Okay. It hurts to see a black man being killed with his knee on his neck. It hurts. I'm not going to lie. That shit digs into your soul. But think about this. Do you know what else hurts? If your daughter leaves home one day going to school. And she never comes back. And you don't know where the hell she at. And the only thing you could do is put up some of these punk ass posters. And depend on a fucking Amber Alert. To save your goddamn daughter. Because nobody around you was doing nothing. And you feel helpless. Hopeless. And desperate. And it's so crazy that we have all of these black women pushing this feminist rights movement bullshit upon their own black men. But goddamn it, at your own fucking door, your goddamn daughter's missing. And you ain't raising hell about that shit. And I'm saying this because of this. Black girls are leading. And missing children. How in the fuck are we not outraged about that? But we have all of these people out here talking about, oh, I'm feminine. Oh, I'm feminine. It's damn near homophobic. To say the shit, you a straight person. I listen to a damn debate. To where a, a, a transgender woman. Was telling another woman that's black. These are black people. That she will replace her as being a woman. These are some of the simple, idiotic, pointless ass things that we are out here focusing on. When our children, our children are struggling. Look it up. 
Don't depend on me. I'm just a, what, the middle-aged black guy just screaming through a fucking phone. And then, we got these spineless-ass dudes out here, right? Black men, because that's what the fuck they are. Slivering around. Waiting on a damn woman to get up and do something and get their ass to work. So they can sit back and have a beer, smoke a blunt, smoke a cigarette or whatnot, play the game or bend a couple corners. But your damn son is right here and can't even read. But he damn sure know how to, you know, get an interception or play Fortnite or some shit like that on the game. See, this is the this. These are the things that when we talk about literacy rate. Black boys. Are at the bottom. Now, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit up here. And try to come at all black women. Because I'm not that dude. Right? Because everything can't be on their shoulders. And sometimes the shit that they say is justified. But man, goddammit, if you got a son out there. And you allowing your son. To roam the street. He's not being fed properly. He's not being dressed properly. You're not raising him up. He's complaining all the time. He throws fits. And all of a sudden, when he gets to a certain age, he's threatening to whoop your ass because you haven't gave him discipline and guidance and knowledge. Get your weak ass out of here. Black boys. Black boys. Is leading, leading in poverty, the poverty rate, meaning that these kids are struggling. Now, there was a time that I would say, you know what, your surroundings and all of this, when are the men go store accepting responsibility for their fucking kids? But goddammit, we can point our finger at that police officer though, because he was wrong. But get. You can't pull your own coattail, though. You can't say shit, even though if I got five baby mamas, shit. You know what? I got to work two jobs now because my first check going to child support and my second check is for me. You weren't talking all of that shit when you was coming and all those ladies. You thought you was a player. Well, that shit backfired, player. Because you know what? A real man or player. It's going to handle his responsibilities and not be cool with his kids fucking suffering. I get sick of that shit. And we will look everybody in the face and say, oh, it's the white man's fault. Come on, bro. It's the white man's fault that you ain't raising your kids. It's the white man's fault that your, that your son won't say yes, sir, and no, sir, to an older person. Ain't no fucking white man's fault. That's your trifling ass fault, bro. But we want to sit here and, and, and make examples out of shit like that. And of course, it is racism. We can, we, we can just talk about the people, all the white people to just storm the Capitol. And nobody was killed. We could also talk about that damn man who was in a truck. We don't know if he had a gun or not, but he was damn sure killed. He he didn't fire no motherfucking bullet. To me, that's racism. But oh, man, when it come down to you handling your motherfucking kids, when you know that your son right now is living in the projects, either with his mama and she got three more kids or his grandmama, and you... 
are proudly running around with nice garments on, new Jordans. You probably got some diamond earrings in, in your ear, teeth looking all white. And you will really, really sit over there. And this is all based off of pride. You scandalous motherfucker. And let your and let your kid go weeks without a fucking haircut. And you, and your and your baby mama will have to call you weeks and weeks and weeks at a time just to go pick him up. This is not all black men that I'm talking about here, but we know that I'm speaking. In fact, don't if you don't trust me, look it up. If you don't trust what I'm saying, look it up and promise me, call me out on Twitter. Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, Rome Empire, call me out and say, Jerome, you was dead fucking wrong. Post it. Do whatever the fuck you want to do, but I'm sick and tired of us focusing on small things and making it big. We know right now, we know, we know right now that black women lead in abortion. We know it. That means that girls are having sex, unprotected sex. Ladies and gentlemen, and instead of them choosing to have protected sex or practicing amnesty. Well, well not amnesty, but y'all know what I mean. Right, because I'm just keeping it real. We would rather ha to have them to go through and, and kill a life, y'all, because that's what it is. At the end of the day, if something is in you that's growing. It's alive, goddammit. I won't give a fuck what nobody say. It's alive. And we have... And we have these women. Mostly black women. Yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guarantee you this. You ain't hearing no Asian women talk like that. You're definitely not hearing no white women say, yeah. Yeah. You go ahead and get that abortion. You ain't hearing no Indians or Muslims... Anybody from Asian, from the Asian continent, talk like that. Yeah, go ahead and get an abortion. That I hear in the United States. I'm not hearing. I'm just not privy to hearing that. Okay? And the numbers support what I'm saying, by the way. But then, we want to focus on that shit. We're not properly doing it correctly, y'all. I'm going to let y'all know about a little experience, okay? I frequently visit a store. I'm not going to say what I was buying. But I buy this, you know, on the regular. I'm a conservative shopper. A, cur a conservative consumer. So guess what? I price check all the time. I, and I'm also a consumer of habit. Meaning that... If I buy something nine times out of 10, it's going to be a big reason why it's going to be because of proximity and proximity means location. So one time I was buying something and I said, hey. Do you understand that this is almost. Ten dollars more. Buddy, 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 buddy. Hey, man, first of all, don't call me no fucking buddy. OK. Don't insult my intelligence. Do you understand that this is $10 more? You're the highest person on this side of town. No, no. Hey, look, man. Check this out. So he gets an attitude. He said, do you want it or not? I said, hey, man. Hell no, I don't want it. He said, you act like you're getting upset. I was like, man, listen here. Don't you ever in your life talk to me like that. When I'm coming in here to spend my money with you. You acting like you delivering this shit to me. I came up in here to talk to you. And spend my money here. The fuck you think you is. I'm saying this to say this. All of these damn PP, PPP loans. 
All the people that's out here scamming for the for those dollars, the grants and everything. We don't even 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 with the money being having access. We still spent the money with other people. A damn shame. A damn shame. It should be a campaign that's being put on to combat every fucking store in the hood. We talk about and we hear how the poor customer service is at these stores. Even when we go to high-end stores at Gucci, even when we go to restaurants and different things like that. But guess what? We still fucking go. Despite everything. And then, and we put up with it. And then when a black person starts a business, you expect, we expect A plus service. The smallest thing. Oh, I want a refund. Oh, this. Oh, that. No, no, no. I'll never go back there again. Difference between those businesses and a black business is when they say they're not going back to a black business, they really mean it though. Oh yeah. When they tell you, when a black person tell you that they done with you and your business, you don't got to worry about it. They will never come back. But shit, they're going to keep going to that damn nail salon. That's been proven to give out diseases, by the way. That's been proven to consistently fuck people up. Yeah, eyebrows and every damn thing. Consistently. If you don't believe it, look it up. If you, if you think that I'm lying, look it up. Talk about how people have caught diseases because of the nail tech machines. And they weren't cleaning and they weren't cleaning the needles. So once they got done, they used the same needle. And people caught diseases because of that shit. Look it up. If you think I'm lying, I'm not. But, hey man, I'm happy that a verdict came down. I'm happy that a verdict came down. Um, I mean, it seems as though that it's a relief, but really and truly, the man still went and held to the fullest extent of the law. That's that's a fact. So, George Floyd is dead. His family got some money. They ain't gonna bring George back, right? But let's switch gears a little bit. So. I seen a video of a. Man. He was he, he was a white man. Pretty big. And a boy that was walking. And the white dude and his wife, you know, they were obviously fucking with dude for no reason. And it was, it was, it was pretty hard to watch because the dude was, the white dude was obviously bullying the, you know what I'm saying, the young man. And the young man was like, hey man, I'm just trying to go home. You know what I'm saying, dude to study questioning him. The wife is amping shit up. He really had no reason to 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 be fucking with this boy like that. Okay, the shit went viral. Right? The shit goes viral. Now it's a bunch of black people in front of this dude's home. To me myself personally, I didn't think that that was cool. He didn't hurt the boy. The police was called. Everything was good. Why y'all in front of this dude's house? See, this is, see, in small scenarios, 
See, we still aren't trained to be just be like, okay, let's see, let's see how this shit work out. Because I could tell you, I could tell you motherfucking what. Make no mistake about it. In our neighborhood right now, as we speak, there is somebody the same color that's terrorizing a little kid. As we speak. Right now. Right now, somewhere, there's some vulnerable individual that's being taken advantage of. Right? I could I could promise you that. By a fucking low life, by the way. Now this man was a sergeant in the army. He knew better. He knew better. I think I think his I think his days in the army is done. It's safe to say that his career, I don't think he should lose his career, but you damn sure can't be in the army displaying behavior like that. You you definitely broke the code with that shit. So you kiss that goodbye. So my my thing is, is like, it's just like when we see small things like this, we want to do something. In my opinion, I felt that that was inappropriate, especially if dude went to jail and he was charged. Why show back up in front of this man's house? See, this is this is this freelance protest mentality that we have that we think shit like that is cool but really and truly that shit could be viewed as a threat you got 30 people standing up in front of this man's house with him and his family even though he did what he did shit two wrongs don't make a right I'd be goddamn if anybody surrounds my motherfucking house and I'm gonna let everybody know don't you get out here and let these people trick you into coming around somebody's damn house. Now, if that motherfucker would have came out, if he would have came out with a motherfucking semi-automatic and start telling people to back the fuck up, now we got a whole motherfucking problem. Y'all entering somebody's damn home. Use common sense. If it was his business, that's another scenario. We talking about where his wife and his kids live at with his wrong ass. He brought it on himself, but still, we got to talk. I'm talking about this. I'm, I'm talking. About, I'm talking about accountability on our side. Fuck what they going to do. We need to do the right shit. That was a Hispanic boy that was killed with his hands up. But guess what, though? See, this is the difference. We, we're not hearing too much from them, but you better believe it's some motherfucking buttons that's being pushed hard in the city of Chicago. Or wherever that Hispanic boy was at, everybody's seen it. He's on photo with his hands up. We need to stop this bullshit and shut the fuck up sometimes. Everything we want to do. Oh, 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 because you know what they tried? They tried to start the rioting in, in Minneapolis or in Minnesota again. It didn't work this time. Just speaking off of and I say this all the time, just speaking off of common sense. If you know how a person's going to react to a certain behavior, they may get you one time. But if you know for sure and history shows that the same, it always happens, they're going to be ready. They knew to board them damn stores up. Yeah. They knew to have heavy police out there. So now, 
before any type of real agitation starts, everything is already locked down. So now what? We're not hearing about that damn case in, in Minnesota. Because that protest shit is a way to get attention. But when in actuality, there's a whole nother way. People are just too lazy to fucking do the work. So, man, I'm praying for y'all families, bro. I'm praying that we all get to a position in life to where poverty is behind us, or at least that we're in middle class and we have middle class situations going on. I mean, we, you know, surviving poverty, the Bible teaches us that poverty with poor people will be with us always, Right? I'm just saying, look, man, take care of you and yours. If you can't get out of poverty, at least raise your kids. Because that's one thing that the Bible has never talked about. That basically because you're in poverty, that you're not a good person. Amen. I'm not finna start preaching today, so I don't want y'all to start that bullshit, okay? But um, on another note, though, I want to. I want to congratulate my young cousin, Baron Martin, um, Aaron Thornton and Peanut and, uh, and, and Wuka. You know, these are going to be some great young men. Uh, Aaron graduated two years ago. Peanut graduated last year. And now we got Mr. Martin. So I want to I want to I want to congratulate him. You know, he's in Bastrop, Louisiana, ladies and gentlemen. And that place right there is a really, really it used to be a good place, but it's a really, really rough place now. To be raising young black men at. You know, it's drug infested, it's uh it's a heavy uh, poverty rate, everything, man. You know, people are down there suffering. But I would I, I would like to say that I'm very, very, very proud of him. And with that being said, I'm also happy that dude got convicted. I mean, we're not supposed to be celebrating really and truly. Shit, this is supposed to be something that happens just like that. You know. But at least they have turned the corner at this point in time and at least put some pressure on them. So we're going to see how this plays out. Um, man, support and love your people. Not only your people. Y'all me. Y'all probably think that it's either black people or nothing. No, nah, I'm talking about black love. Man, I got white friends that I talk to. A lot. And I treat them with the utmost respect. And if I see anybody, I don't care. This is how I was raised. If I see anybody in need, I don't give a damn who they are. I'm going to help if I can. So I don't want you guys to be like, like listening like, oh, shit, Jerome only talk about black people and he might be racist. He probably don't like Hispanics. He probably don't like. No, 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 no. I'm doing this. You know, in certain scenarios, just to uplift my people and show love and give them the raw reality. In regards to economics, in regards to community, everything we can't point. We can't focus everything on race, because if we do, then all of the traction and all of these things that I was talking about, it's going to be left by the wayside. Who's raising outside of. Minister Farrakhan, who's raising men these days? Who is showing boys how to become men these days? Hell, we got we got we got people right now that's telling boys that you're not a boy. That you're a girl. Or that you're. Quote unquote non-binary or whatever the hell that shit means. What about what about the boys that want to be men? What about the what about the young boys that say, you know what, hey, look, I know who I am, and I want to grow up to be this strong black man. And see, this narrative is getting lost in a whole lot of bullshit, man. 
It's being twisted around. All of these narratives are being twisted around to the point to where if you say, you know what, hold up, motherfucker. I'm a strong black man and I raise my kids. And I want to continue to raise strong black men and you can't stop me. They might view you as being negative. That may be viewed as being homophobic or transphobic. And if it is, look them straight in the eye and say, I don't give a fuck. Because guess what? When they're standing up for their rights, they will look you in the eye and tell you the same thing unapologetically. They don't give a fuck. Us as black men, as a group, we have made so many strides. But in order for us to continue to make strides, we have to reinvest our time and our energy into the kids, into the children. We can't allow, we cannot allow the media anymore to say this is what's acceptable. We ourselves have to stand on and be like, hold on, who? Who the fuck says this? Who told you that? And God damn it, you're not telling this to my fucking children. I'm not going to let you do it. And mean it. And you know what? Before you know it, some of these things that's going on that we're allowing to go on. will start to be like, oh, shit. Well, sorry. We thought, no, 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 no. This is the reason why. Because guess what? When these when these things are being pushed to our community, these people really don't have no opposition. There's no one that says, hey, hold on, what are you doing? What are you doing? We're not okay with that. When we look at when we look at the cases of rising children that's being born with cerebral palsy, black children. No one is really asking why. Why? No one is asking why. The shit is dangerous, y'all. If men is not in the picture, if we're not if we're not in the makeup if strong masculine men a strong, intelligent men or in the makeup. We see the village falls, y'all. In every scenario. There is one thing that wealth cannot take over. And that's strength. You can have all the wealth in the world. You could be the richest man in the world, but if you're not mentally tough and you're not physically tough, you could be exposed. Wealth can't wealth can't take over that. When we know that our children, our children, we see it. And I didn't even mean to go this far, y'all, but y'all, y'all just listen to me. When we see that our children are being obese. Children have diabetes before us adults do. How is this shit happening? Children have cancer before adults do. What is going on? Why isn't we meeting someone and say, hey, what the fuck are you giving our ladies? What the fuck are you giving them? Our children is committing suicide, y'all. This is not, this is just not me talking. Look it up. Black children and suicide is on the rise. This shit just hit home to somebody that I know. R.I.P. Malik, I'm not even going to mention his mother's name. Something happened.
And us men ain't going to say nothing. We just going to sit back and, you know, I understand this shit. Everybody want to, you know, turn up or whatever. But you ain't going to say nothing, bro. Nothing. See, this is this is when this is when it's real, real. It's real, real, real important to have a base. See, this is the reason why I don't get why there is a really, really, really big power struggle coming from the women's side. The fuck are you trying to prove? Oh, he ain't this, he ain't this, he ain't this, he ain't this. You know what? I be damned. If I had a daughter or a son, I'm at every fucking doctor visit. That's important. That's what a man is supposed to be at. Hold on, you doing what? And look his ass straight in the eye and be like, you know what? You ain't doing that shit to my motherfucking son. You just not. And as a matter of fact, you need to give me consent. I need to consent to this shit. The fuck you mean is what you finna do? No, you finna ask me. That man, that father, is very important in that damn room. And we got, and we got, and we got people out here that's so fucking lost. They're so fucking dumbfounded that they're putting values into, oh yeah, well, you know, my baby got Jordans. Bitch, that don't mean shit. When, if he mess around or she messes around and goes to the school and get hyper, then guess what? They're going to put his ass or her ass right in special education. And your dumb ass going to sign right off on it. And they're going to start giving him Ritalin and Adderall and all this other type shit before he turns 11. This is how important it is to have a base, y'all. All of this other type of goofy shit that's going on, it's really putting blinders on us. Because we can't focus on the real shit because we too concerned about just shit that's really pointless. It's a whole lot of loud talking going on. But at the end of the day, when, shit's, when shit is really matters, then there's silence. Now everybody starts to whisper and wonder what if. R.I.P. to DMX. Everybody was talking about how he was a man of God and this and this and this. I'm listening to Kevin Lyles. I'm listening to Swiss Beats. I'm hearing all types of wild DMX stories and this, that, and the third. I'm looking at him on Islana Van Slat. I'm looking at him suffer. Because nobody really, really approached him and be like, hey man, you know what? I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to be right here with you for you. You probably didn't have the resources or said, if you allow me to do this, man, I'm going to be right here with you, bro. Man, drug addiction and alcohol addiction is fucking for real. This shit took this man's life, y'all. Now we don't got shit to say. See? Now all of this, now all of the dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Now all of the dumb shit is, oh, man. But then we study got motherfuckers coming like, well, he said something about gay people. I don't give a damn. The man is dead. Let that shit go. Then nobody talk about drug addiction. This is something that's going on in our neighborhood right now. We got kids that's out here. That's <sighs> Lord, they are, they are. 
consuming syrup through their rectum. And if everybody don't know what rectum means, that means they putting the shit in their ass so they can get higher faster. We got a whole nother generation that's out here that's coming up that's on the pill culture. Where the fucking men have to say, hey, young man, put that shit down. You're going to turn yourself into a motherfucking dope fiend. I'm talking about not just one person all over the United States. Crystal meth now, which I talked about, was coming to a hood near you. It's in the hood now. We got to fight this shit, y'all. It's not going to get better until the men step up. And I'm not saying that we don't need women. We all need to heal. We all need to pray. We all need to get out. You know what I'm saying? And ask for forgiveness, by the way. Everybody do. All of us do. R.I.P. Black Rob. See, what's going on is, and it's the same thing that happened earlier when people was getting those motherfucking loans. Scamming. Trying to live the fast life. Guess what? They got out there, instead of buying them a house, instead of going on some wholesale site or doing something, because personal accountability comes with this too. These people went to Vegas. They went to strip clubs. They went to Atlanta. They went to Houston. They did just regular shit. And guess what else? Now, there's this one lady that said, damn, y'all, the feds on me. Help me pay my help me pay back this PPP loan. They're starting to panic now. Are you kidding me? These were not manly things to do. It's a shame that man, it's a shame that DMX had died away. It's had died like the way he did. RIP to him, but it's most definitely a shame. And y'all, you know what? Please, please, please. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to put this in a negative light. But man, at one time, Black Rob was a platinum selling artist. And to see him in that bed, morning DMX, y'all. And you can see that that disease had took over him and that he was hurting. Hurting. He was hurting. If you look in his eyes, you could see the pain, hurt, and probably frustration. And he passed away. See, we don't want to talk about these type of things. What happens when the glitz and glamour is gone? And now all of a sudden, you back to point A again. How to bounce back. It's a real man conversation. Or this is a, no, no, this is a real person conversation. Because bouncing back, we all got to do it at some point in time. Because we all fall. Man, hopefully, I'm not exactly sure, you know, like what his, but he said that he was homeless. And I'm looking at Puffy like, this your man's? Bro, this your man's? You let this man starve? You did? You worth a billion? This dude, he didn't contribute to your empire? And you let this man starve? You can't give him a job? Not give him some money? You can't give him a job, man? Same scenario with Foxy Brown. Nas, Jay-Z, 
and Puffy. Like, damn, y'all can't give her a job? Y'all would really sit there and let this woman go through her life like this? Man, give her a job. It's a motherfucking shame. If that dude and his impact on hip-hop died like that. Completely different from DMX. But come on, man. I hated to watch that shit. But y'all, man, I appreciate y'all tuning in, man. You know what? If you got offended, fuck you. Check me as well. If you did. I really do appreciate y'all rocking with me, man. Sometimes I just, I guess, you know what? This is such an outlet for me. And sometimes, man, I be going through stuff too. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a decompressor for me to communicate my feelings. You see what I'm saying? Because everything ain't all gravy on my side, neither. On my side of, you see what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it. I'm, I got stuff to work on. But man, just by y'all supporting my channel and supporting me, it makes me feel better. It makes me feel good. Because I know I'm not putting out no bullshit ass content. I know that. So I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Um, the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, the Quarantine Lean edition. We're on number volume. Shit, I think uh, shit, I said 72 or 73. But man, y'all y'all get up with me on um on Instagram at Virtual Hustle, which I never really post. Um, man, I want to salute Authentic Empire, though. They some real dudes. If y'all are artists or anything out there, y'all go holler at them um, on Instagram. I'm on Facebook at Jerome Thord. I'm on Facebook at Thord Media, which I barely do post. And I'm on Twitter at Rome Empire. So y'all get at me, man. I really do appreciate y'all rocking with me. I'm a holler.